If you're a leader, you're going to want to listen up because I'm going to talk today about the key leadership skills you need for success in business. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I am Diane Rolston, your host, and today we are going to talk about key leadership skills you need for success in business. Now, I'm joining you today from Vegas, <laughs> and the reason why I'm here is I'm attending a two-day mastermind uh, later in the week, and part of kind of my sanity for being able to run my business and do all the things I do is having a little bit of an escape. And so this week, I get to be here, be by myself um, until my friend arrives, who we're going to the mastermind together. But I think, you know, first of all, that that is one thing for leadership success is to have some downtime. I've been coaching a couple of clients this week who, you know, there's a lot of heaviness in their lives. And I think good leaders, good leaders know when they're overwhelmed. Good leaders know when they when they need to just take some downtime. And I needed that. So I'm here. What I'd love to do today is share a little bit of what some of you, maybe my listeners, some of my women's community, the dynamic women community, what you think the key leadership skills are. Because when I ask this question, what are some key leadership skills you believe are crucial for success in the business world? There were a lot of different answers. And I know there are so many books on leadership skills and how, you know, how to win as a leader and how to do service leadership and or servant leadership and types of leadership and all this, but like, let's bring it down to what you actually believe. So I'm going to share with you what some of the women in my online community have said. And if you're not yet, please join our free Facebook community where I post daily, these engaging questions that get you thinking about business and life, personal development as well. And uh, sometimes I go live in there and do some trainings and fun stuff. So anyway, join, I'll make sure that the link are in the notes. So Robin first said flexibility, and I'm going to comment on each of these pieces. So flexibility as a leader, now, I, I've met some people who have been unflexible. And what happens is you come across as a control freak, right? Plus, so if, if you're a control freak with your company, with the other people you work with, they're going to stop giving their ideas. They are not going to chime in. They're not going to want to work with you for very long. And so you're going to find yourself losing staff if you can't be flexible in your opinion, flexible in how you do things. Plus, in going for goals, if you're not flexible in how you reach that goal in the timeline, Oh, there's a chance you're not going to be reaching your goals. So flexibility in relation to others, your ideas, timelines, goals, how things are executed is really important. And as I go through these, if you have ideas on how these skills have come into your life, into your business, then please comment. Let me know. Deborah says managing expectations. And there's a lot of expectations in business. There's the expectations of what you're wanting. 
expectations of what your coworkers, employees are wanting, expectations of the client, right? And that's not even like mentioning the expectations of society on you, people who don't even pay your bills or aren't, you know, aren't engaged with you at all that are deciding that they have an opinion on what you should do. So first let's talk about managing your own expectations. So things don't always go as planned. You've heard that before, but do you have a routine, a way to manage your own expectations? If things are going well, do you kind of catch it as it's happening and then make adjustments? Do you wait until kind of it's the point of no more ability to change? Where do you kind of check in with your own expectations? A lot of times before things happen, I, I will have myself and others talk about what their intentions are for something or what they would like to happen in a specific situation for a specific goal, for a specific event. And the reason for that is if you have an ideal of how it will be, that's your expectation of how it will be. So asking others what the intention is helps everyone to be on either on the same page or at least respectful of other people's expectations. Now, over-promising is not necessarily a good thing in business. What I rather do is under-promise and over-deliver. That way, the clients, the customers, they have a specific expectation, and then you go above it. If you have a really high expectation, if you have a high promise and you're not truthful about it, you're definitely not going to be able to honor your client or customer's expectations. And then the expectations of your company, your employees, right? They have specific expectations. I can remember my husband in one of his jobs, basically just getting like a gift card or a gift pass for his old job, not even just for him, but for a friend as their Christmas bonus. That was not received well. There were expectations for things to continue on as how they had been done years before and things changed. And so a lot of the staff were very upset with what ended up happening that Christmas. The next thing uh, Lisa shared about encouraging others to shine so they can lead too. This makes me think of the synergy piece of geese flying in a V, right? And so when you have someone flying in the lead, being your leader, it is important to encourage that. That's why the geese, they honk because that leader has an important yet hard job to do. And so we need to encourage them to lead when they're there, right? Positive reinforcement, acknowledgements, cheer them on, but also, you know, having the leader move out of the way and let others step in, giving them specific roles, specific tasks where they get to make the decisions and use their talents and skills to shine and have a great outcome. By doing this, the whole group goes up. The whole, the culture, the skills, the confidence of everyone can rise by each individual getting their own chance to lead, their own chance to shine. And it's really beneficial for your customers, your clients, when there's a higher level of talent and confidence in the whole team. Next, Paula says the ability to be humble, to consider not oneself as the crucial or critical link to success, but to enable others to develop their unique skills, which will contribute to the success of the whole. So leaders, don't think that you're the reason why the success happened. 
right? You led the success maybe, but if you are too much of a crucial link, your business cannot go far because what's going to happen is you are the cog in the wheel. You are the one holding things up. If you are sick, like, does the ship go under? So I love that Paul is mentioning the ability to be humble. One of uh, a very successful member of CAPS, uh, Tom Stoyan, who he uh, teaches this program every year on, uh, on referrals and leveraging your unfair advantage, he calls it. So he's teaching sales skills. In his course, after decades of being in the sales industry, after so much success, financial as well as compliments from his clients, he still asks in his training that he's providing, would it be helpful if I shared that with you? Would it be helpful if I gave you some ideas? Would I be helpful if I gave some feedback rather than other people who have just said, well, Diane, you need to do this. Well, that's your problem right? He comes across in such a humble way. And boy, just him sharing that in his actions actually taught me. And so I use that all the time. Would it be helpful if I shared some ideas? And that has helped me to kind of tone it down in my confidence level as a leader. And so I really appreciate that. So thanks for bringing that up, Paula. Lindy says, joy-based leadership. I'm not sure what which way Lindy meant about this, but what I see it is positive, optimistic, and yes, happy leadership. I hire a lot of virtual assistants from the Philippines. And what I hear from them the most is that they were in a toxic work environment where their boss yelled, where their boss was cutting employees down, embarrassing them in front of others. And I've also heard stories of a boss that didn't believe in the direction the team was going. And so negativity is not the way to do it. The leader needs to show like the vision for the whole team of like, this is where we're going and we can do it. And to provide that hope. I don't know how many times as a captain of a team, uh, we're in a final against a team that is far better than us or who has less injuries than us. Or just they're like, everyone thinks that they're going to win. And I have to, for the sake of my team, I have to believe that we can win. Sometimes I didn't. But I had to be in that place of, as Lindy said, joy or optimism, positivity of like, come on, guys, we can do this. Because that elevates everyone. And really, the leader sets the tone for the culture of everyone. And so if you're a negative leader, There's going to be a lot of negativity in your culture. So joy-based leadership. Got two more sharings, comments on this topic. Jackie says, lead by example. If you aren't showing the way, why would others follow? I also want to put in there around servant leadership. Not to say that the leader serves everyone, but the idea that no job is beneath them, that they will get in there with, with others, no, if, if they're seeing that other people have to stay late to get work done, are they staying late? If they are asking for everyone to be doing extra courses or development, are they doing it too? Or if they're asking everyone to be positive and have good culture and be, you know, have a quality in the workplace, are they doing it as well? So this is where we as leaders need to check in on ourselves. Where can we improve? So sometimes it might be a 
doing a 360 feedback survey with people in our lives, people at our work, to see if we're actually stepping into that role that is best for the company. If you have never done a 360 feedback survey, what happens is you send out the survey to a bunch of people you trust, who you think will give you straight answers. Maybe some people that really know you well and some people that don't know you as well, both personally, professionally, in the past and current. And then you go through that feedback after all the questions are answered and you get some really great insights. This is something I do for clients because it can kind of be awkward to send this out yourself. And then I can provide a filter and we can talk through the different pieces. If you want to know more about doing that, or if you just like, let's just do it, Diane, um, send my team an email team at dianerolson.com and say, you want to do a 360 survey. So lead by example is a good one. Thanks, Jackie. And last Rita, Rita's got a bunch of different uh, comments that she put here. So I'm going to read through them all and then pick apart the ones that I want to talk about. Humility we've covered, right? Empathy, diplomacy, diplomacy, <laughs> and integrity. And then demonstrate consistent, consistency between words and actions, and then be an encouragement to others and be joyful. So some of these we've, we've pulled in, but the one around empathy, yes, you know, stuff happens in people's lives. Sometimes there's deaths, there are mental struggles. There are people not being able to be at their full capacity. And so having empathy for your staff, also empathy for clients is important, right? We're, we're all just people trying to live this life and not everyone is running on full cylinders 100% of the time. That also though means that the leader needs to be empathetic to themselves, to honor where they're at, honor what they need, and then that kind of comes into diplomacy. And I want to take it from the angle of equality and treating everyone similarly, not having favorites, trying to bring everyone equally up. And I found that being extremely A-type and being strong in school and in a lot of the things I do, I often got overlooked and I never got the extra help or support or encouragement because, oh, Diane's good. Well, I think that in your, in your workplace, even the people that don't need a lot of support and help, I think you still need to give them acknowledgement and cheer them on and encourage them and challenge them too. And then integrity. Oh my goodness. Yes. You need to run your business with integrity if you want to have a long-term business. As soon as you start messing with integrity, whew, your staff, your employees, they are going to see that. And that is going to allow them to not be in integrity when they work for you. And then your business won't be running on integrity. So there'll be stuff that is happening that are not best business practices. And your clients, then it'll be trickling down to them. So these are all the things that people in my Dynamic Women Online Facebook group said are important leadership skills to have success in business. Do you agree? Did they miss some? Let me know. Share this with a friend who is a leader and see their opinion as well. If you haven't yet, Make sure you subscribe and write us a review. When you do, screenshot it, 
send it to team at dianerolson.com and make sure you send us your mailing address so we can send a little something special in the mail. Until next time, everyone, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.